Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Dream Bigger podcast. Today, I am so excited to be chatting with Lauren Roxborough, otherwise known as the Body Whisperer. Lauren is an alignment specialist whose clients range from Hollywood's hottest celebs to Olympian athletes, and let me tell you, she is one gorgeous lady who glows from within. If you're scratching your head right now and wondering what an alignment specialist even is, I got you. Lauren specializes in structural integration and fascia work, through which she helps clients gain a few inches in height, speed up their metabolism, and feel their absolute best. Basically, she's a magician with a foam roller, and her program is the hottest thing in LA. So, what can you expect from today's episode? Well, if nothing else, it'll convince you to start foam rolling more regularly. Lauren and I do a deep dive into what the fascia is, structural integration, nutrition, self-care, and so much more. Lauren was an absolute joy to chat with, and I know you guys are going to love this interview. But before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to remind you that there's still time to win a goodie bag with my favorite beauty products. Just hit subscribe and leave a review, and don't forget to send me a screenshot to sifat.h91 at gmail.com. You guys, if you have a minute to leave me a review, I really appreciate it because it's what helps me land amazing guests just like Lauren Roxborough. Anyway, without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Thank you so much for being here, Lauren. So to start, I want you to walk me through your wellness journey. Oh, my wellness journey. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah. It's great to connect with you. And It's so awesome, yeah. yeah. I love I love the kind of work that you do, and I think it's so cool that, I mean, it's so unique, and Thank it's you. not spoken about enough, so I think it's amazing. Yeah. Aw. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's so funny. I never really kind of pictured myself doing something really unique, mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. but I think early on in my life, when I was 16, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer, mm -hmm. and I, I share about this on my website, and mm -hmm. I've shared about it many times, mm -hmm. but that that experience just really made me realize and wonder and have curiosity about, you know, what wellness really was, so yeah. seeing her become sick, and then she had stage four of five stages breast cancer. So I was driving her to Stanford University because I grew up in Northern California, mm -hmm. and I was taking her like once a week to go get chemo drip, you know. And I was I would ask the doctors like, "What's the deal? Like, what? Where does cancer come from?" And they would be like, "Oh, we don't know. It's environmental. It's genetic. But really, we don't really know." And I was like, "Okay, there's something weird. Yeah, there's about something this. missing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it gave me the opportunity to 
kind of explore. And at first I thought, oh, maybe I'll be a doctor. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I don't think they have the answers. So I just went on my own journey and decided to kind of study all these different modalities. And at the time when she was diagnosed, I was, um, I was actually a, a, like a really good all-American swimmer. So mm. I was like really athletic, mm -hmm. pushing through, making it happen. And that was kind of my men mentality was like all about kind of control and force. Right. So as I saw my mom heal herself, she, re she would read like Deepak Chopra books and all kinds of things. And she did get well for 16 more years. So she lived wow. for 16 more years. That's incredible. I love hearing stories yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. So it was definitely a journey. It put me on this path. And I'm really grateful. Like I like to say turning pain into purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that I was lucky enough to really kind of go on this journey at an early age um, and start before wellness became like a thing. A and like, it was thing, like a yeah. cool thing to do. <laughs> I just knew I was on my path. So as I continued to study the mind, body, spirit, I was at first, I was really into the physical, mm -hmm. which I think we all kind of started totally, with, that's you know, in our starts. teens yeah. and yeah. 20s and everything. And then I realized, you know what, there's a lot more to wellness mm -hmm. than just the physical strength. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I studied in my 20s, I basically just spent my whole 20, the whole decade studying. So I went to school, I became, oh, at UC Santa Barbara, I studied nutrition and exercise physiology and anatomy. And then I um, continued going to training and I became certified in Pilates personal training. Mm -hmm. And then I studied Thai yoga massage and then Reiki. And then in my late 20s, I discovered something called structural integration, mm -hmm. which is the work of Ida Rolf. And um, many people have heard of the work, but still many have not. Mm -hmm. And what it is, is the, stu the, the study of the human body's relationship to gravity. And she, Ida Rolf, was actually, um, what do we call her, a rocket scientist. Wow. <laughs> I know. So she was literally studying the body and gravity. And in her studies, she discovered fascia. And this was back in the 60s. Mm -hmm. So in the hippie days, she was discovering fascia and it wasn't until 2007 that the medical community finally said and doctors and surgeons and physical therapists finally said yes fascia is really important for human health mm -hmm. for wellness for pain management and now what we're finding is that the emotions live in the fascia so for our listeners who don't know what exactly is the fascia okay good yeah, question a deep dive into it <laughs> deep dive so fascia is a very mysterious thing but i like to call it it's a matrix. Mm -hmm. So essentially, it's like a full body wetsuit. It lays right underneath your skin and above your muscle tissue. Mm -hmm. But it also wraps around each individual muscle like saran wrap and also around each organ. Wow. And it's responsible for where the muscles attach to the joints. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, there's different types of fascia. There's thicker fascia. There's denser fascia. There's more stretchy fascia. But right. what happens is the fascia is directly related to the nervous system. Because the nerves lie in the fascia. Mm -hmm. And so do the meridians, which I think is really kind of an interesting thing to think about. So mm -hmm. if you know Chinese medicine, you get acupuncture, the needles are going into your fascia. Mm -hmm. So essentially, if you have areas in your body that have congestion or blockage, then the energy is going to be lowered. Okay, so that means your lymphatic system is going to be working as well. You might have pain, bloating, your metabolism is going to be slower. So when you're dealing with the fascia, you're dealing with literally everything. Everything. Oh so. my gosh, that's fascinating. And the fact that emotions live in the fascia now too. So even just rolling will help you free up emotions. I like to call it emotional hygiene. Wow. Okay. So that was <laughs> like 
a lot. Yeah. It's <laughs> like know. so many follow-up questions. So emotions and fascia, like mm-hmm. how are they related? How can you let go of emotions? Like what is the interconnection? So this is again like an evolution of where I'm at with my studies and mm-hmm. what I've seen with clients and I like to say being in the lab, kind of experiencing and seeing breakthroughs. But essentially like like let's use the heart as an example. Mm-hmm. If someone has heartbreak, okay, mm-hmm. so they had someone break up with them or some issue that happens that breaks their heart. They could either have pain or they could just tighten up and shorten and the the, the chest would become shorter. Mm-hmm. Then the energy gets stuck there and then when you're sh- when you're short in in your chest area, then anxiety starts coming. And so and then the 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 energy of heartbreak can't free through the body. Like the the whole thing with the human body is that we're meant to have emotions and feel good and bad things, mm-hmm. but we just we shouldn't be hanging on to them because mm-hmm. that's what cause, in my opinion, that's that's what causes dis-ease. Yeah. Whether that's getting sick or having tightness or pain or actually having like a disease. Wow. So it's powerful stuff when you release emotions. Because basically, like, any kind of trauma, whether it's an injury or an accident, any kind of trauma can get lodged into the memory of our tissue. Because mm-hmm. some will say now that we actually have brain, a brain in our belly, in our right. gut. We have a brain in our tissue, in our in our, every cell of our body. Yeah. There's a memory. So. I mean, I feel like there is such a deep connection. Like, I think humans, it's like mind, body, spirit. Like, yes. it's, a, it's like a compilation of the three we can't just say like the body is everything like there's most definitely a connection between like your emotions and your physical well-being like I can't I mean I just it's shocking to me that more people don't believe this you know what I mean it's 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 so true and once you unveil it or you know it becomes into our awareness and then we surround ourselves with people that believe it and Mm -hmm. then you realize wow, not everybody is in that mindset yet, but it's okay because they will be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. It's just education, (laughs) you know? Yeah, exactly. Awareness. So what did your training as an alignment expert look like? Because I've not really found anyone else who does what you do. I know, right? It's so funny. I'd love to have eventually like a certification program. Yeah. I think I get asked that all the time, but with like a small baby and small children, it doesn't feel like the right time to do it. But I think, you know, later in my life I'll be doing it. But as far as like, what is alignment to Mm -hmm. me? Alignment is in the physical body, but it also is looking at your life and your relationships and your job and your time management and even like money, all those things that help you feel at ease. Mm -hmm. So, but my alignment in a way you know, when you go through the school, what I, which is what I went through called structural integration, it's like, it's a form of alternative, alternative medicine, Mm -hmm. essentially. And it's a two, almost two year program. Mm -hmm. And we go, I mean, it was very much like deep diving into who we are, what we stand for, what we've been through. And it's in a way it's like life coaching. And then it's also body releasing and structural alignment as well so how did you come about finding like someone who would teach you that like it's just talk about manifestation right well at the time I was in a marriage a toxic marriage yeah and I was at the top of my career as a Pilates teacher teaching Uh I had a, a studio in Manhattan Beach for eight years in my 20s And I was teaching all these pro athletes down in the South Bay, soccer players, volleyball players, NBA players. And I was at the top of my game and I was like, I'm ready for the next thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I just feel like there's something more than just yoga and Pilates for me. I was like, there's something more. I was Mm -hmm. seeking it. So I was working with a really famous volleyball player at the time. And she said, you should really go down and try this thing called structural integration. And I thought, 
what is that? I know everything already. I don't need to learn anything else, but I'll just try it. Of course, right? That's us in our 20s. <laughs> we think we know everything. Little do we know, we're learning every day. But um, so I went down there and I had a session with my teacher, Dan Rawson, down in Laguna Beach. Mm -hmm. And I got off the table with him and I said to myself, I feel like I just had 10 years of emotional therapy and 10 years of physical therapy in like 90 minutes. Wow. So it was pretty transformative. And I said to Dan, I go, how do I learn this? I have to give this to my clients. Like mm -hmm. I have felt such a resonance with this that I want to give this to my clients. And he said, well, it just so happens I'm doing my first training in three months. That so, was meant to be. Uh, yeah. Like it was meant the to universe be. gave it to you. I know. So that was in 2009. Wow. Yeah. And your training was two years? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Like, and it was really intense, intense training, like deep diving into, like, they call you out on all your stuff and they kind of break you down to allow yourself, allow you to build yourself back up to a place where you're, you're really your authentic self. Wow. So. That's insane. At the same time, I was also learning transcendental meditation, uh -huh. which was a very powerful technique of meditation, which I think I almost, oh, I know I needed that in order to have my brain waves match the new awarenesses that I was given through this work. Wow. So what does a session with you look like? Oh my goodness. Well, it can be a lot of things, mm -hmm. but always in an initial assessment. So we talk about the whole being, the person, mind, body, spirit, life, time, what feels off, what inspires you. We go through all of those things because we can't just say, well, where do you have pain and yeah. then deal with that, you yeah. know, or where do you have lack? So we talk about the whole being, the whole system. And then we do talking, but also we do body work. So we do hands-on body work. And then I do, you know, I give people a sequence to do on the roller and then the rebounder. And then I have my whole protocol, which is in my online program, the mm -hmm. taller, slimmer, younger transformation. And it has my whole system that I give to my clients as well right. in the online version. So I guess if someone doesn't have access to you, that's the best place to go. Yes. Yeah. We have an incredible thriving community of people that have joined the program mm -hmm. and everyone stays in it and they keep doing it. It's a 10 week course and they, they've done it multiple times now. And each time they do it, they're getting more results. They're, they're feeling better. They're looking better. They're glowing. So we have these incredible before and after photos and testimonials. So that's incredible. It's like years of just writing down on a little sticky note. Like this is what I want you to do or sending a text message or putting it in my notes on my phone. Yeah. So now I've just taken all those things that I was just giving to people over and over again and put it into a program. I mean, I think that that's the way to go. I know. Right? <laughs> like, I mean, now everyone has kind of like access to you yeah, if they're not in LA and like, yeah, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's great. And anyone can do it globally. That's the beauty. Amazing. Very, I mean, it's not a big investment of time or money. It's like very simple things, but they have massive shift. Amazing. So foam rolling is obviously a big part of what you do. Yes. So if like, how often should someone foam roll? Like, is there a certain time of day? Like, how do you go about doing it? You know, I think everyone has their own sort of circadian rhythms mm -hmm. with like time of day when they like to work out. But if you ask me, I believe it's best to do it in the morning mm -hmm. or if you need it at night to sleep, to unwind. But as far as like using it as a workout, mm -hmm. To do it in the morning. Should it be like uh, after a workout or on a separate day from a workout? Great question. Um, no, I recommend doing it before a workout because wow, what it does okay. is it boosts circulation. 
it activates certain muscles and it aligns you. So if you're aligned, you're going to be better in your workout. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's a big, it's a big shift. That's yeah. Cause I, I typically foam roll myself after a workout. So this is like a really good tip, even for yeah. me and like selfishly I soaking it. it up. I love it. Well, after a workout is fine too. It's yeah. like good if you're sore or whatever, but if you want to get the most out of your workout, mm-hmm. you think about it, like you want to set yourself up for success. So yeah. Doing it first is, is my opinion, best. Amazing. So tell me about your book. Okay. So I had my TSY book. Yeah, that's the one. You want to hear about that one? Yes. Okay. So TSY, which is available by Random House, mm-hmm. Taller, Slimmer, Younger, 21 Days to a Foam Roller Physique. It is the perfect, a lot of people are calling it the foam rolling Bible. Love it. Yeah. So it's, it's basically 21 days and each day is a different sequence and it mimics my 10 series that I do with my clients, just mm-hmm. like the 10 week course does. It's mm-hmm. all 10. So 21 days, you have 10 days, you do each area of the body and then you have a day off and then you do 10 more days. So it's split up into like different body parts? Yes. Okay. Different areas of body, different. So the first part of it is you're working with more of the physical and then the second 10 days, you're doing this, you're going over the same area of the body, but then you're bringing in some more of the emotional stuff too. Okay. And in like in your um, video program and also in your book, I've yeah. noticed that you talk about fascia foods. I want yeah. you to get into that a little bit. Yeah. So I was just realizing, you know, the more we learn about nutrition, the more we want to be healthy, like obviously such an especially with like weight loss, mm-hmm. people are like, think that they can just work their work out to like beat a bad diet and the reality is you can't so it's 90% food when it comes to weight so and then the way I believe I believe that our form is just being revealed underneath it so you want to have that beautiful strong healthy vibrant body and tissue Mm -hmm. but you don't want to be carrying the extra like slug with you Totally. You know what I mean? So yeah. fascia foods are essentially like ways to just heal your connective tissue. One of my pillars is bone broth mm, because bone it broth. heals your connective tissue and your skin and your gut and mm. all of those things. So, and I'm a big believer in the omnivore way of eating, mm-hmm. which is like not really being too all or nothing, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So the program is very much like Mediterranean meets, meets paleo. Mm-hmm. So there's... Mm-hmm. There's a lot of vegetarian options. We do have a lot of vegetarians like that are like, is there anything that we can sub for the meat? And my program is actually designed for, you know, there's like multiple sauces that you can put on any type of protein that you enjoy. Okay. So it's like, it's made to, you make your sauce, you have it in the fridge and then that Mm -hmm. the sauces are full of like foods that have tons of antioxidants and things that promote healthy tissue, Mm -hmm. which obviously like skin and food you know, the whole idea of beautifying recipes. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's such a big correlation. Yeah. Like I, um, so I had this naturopathic doctor on my, on the Ooh, podcast awesome. and she talks about like the four faces where like, you know, it's like gluten face, sugar face, dairy face, oh, wow. wine face. Yeah. <laughs> and so I read her book yeah. and I started following that protocol and I could not believe the difference it made just on my skin like forget you know weight management and whatnot it's just like your skin like the foods you consume has such a direct impact it's incredible it's incredible and I'm just so happy that more and more people are talking about it because I think for years even like dermatologists they're like oh it doesn't matter what you eat 
And now everyone's like, of course it does. Yeah. How could it not? We are what we eat, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, from inside to out, like yeah. everything is correlated, I feel like. That's right. And also the way you feel about your food will impact oh, and affect how absolutely. your body processes it. So let's say you're like, oh, I just want to have a burger. Or I want that piece of chocolate. Like look at it and go, you are going to give me energy. You're going to give me vitality. You're going to make me feel sensual or whatever it is because yeah. you need it at that moment or you desire it at that moment. So that's an important bringing in the emotional side mm-hmm. of it all too is like think about how you feel and what you are thinking when you're eating as well because that will really make a difference. Too. I love that. Mindful eating is yeah. so, so important just to like be present with your food and have like positive so emotions yeah. attached to it. I think, yeah, it's a really, really good tip. Absolutely. So talk to me about your rebounding workout. <gasps> yeah, so I I just love the rebounder. To me, I look at it more than just cardio. Okay, what is the rebounder? Okay. Literally <laughs> <I know>. right <laughs> from you. the bottom. <laughs> great interviewer by the way <laughs> I know sometimes I'm like oh wait I gotta bring it back to where you know people don't know yeah it. yeah so the rebounder is a mini trampoline mm-hmm. and I I just think I mean there's a lot of research NASA mm-hmm. did a ton of research back in I think it was about 10 years ago maybe and they found that it was the best workout for the astronauts because it helped build bone density really mm-hmm. wow yeah flush the limb system and all of those amazing things and so to me it's really a wellness um, like a self-care mm-hmm. protocol mm-hmm. more than just cardio and right. yes it is considered cardio like it's actually NASA then also decided or did tests that said that it was 50 50 more effective for cardiovascular and fat burning than running okay so like have I know. fun exactly and burn some fat yeah <laughs> and promote serotonin and oxytocin and flush the lymph system and get reduced cellulite and build bone density it's like the lowest impact workout you can do on the planet that is incredible people with like hip replacements can do it knee replacements it strengthens the pelvic floor so for me it was like a it was a no-brainer yeah. like to complement the rolling with the rebounding then you're getting the anaerobic strength training and then like releasing of the fa- of the fascia and hydration of the fascia. But then you can jump on the rebounder or bounce on the rebounder and flush all the stuff that you've kind of o- opened up and released. So, you know, you're getting that lactic acid when you're rolling out. So rebounding after is like a really amazing way to flush. And obviously like lung capacity, everything. I mean, it's I have written a lot of articles about it, but. How cool. So yeah. if someone wants to do the rebounder, rebounding workout, is that how you call it? Rebounding? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so they'd, get, they'd go to your website and they get go, it? Yep, same thing. Exactly. We have lots of, re- we'll have more coming out too, but we have lots of um, workouts on the site as well. Oh my God, that is so cool. Yeah. So you touched on fascia and the lymph system. Mm-hmm. Could you get into this a little bit? Sure. So if you think of the fascial matrix, so mm-hmm. if we magnify the space between the muscle and the skin. Mm-hmm. So you have a couple layers of the skin, and then with underneath the skin, you have this matrix, which is almost like cotton candy. It's like a webbing of fascia, okay? Within that fascia is your blood, mm-hmm. your white blood cells, mm-hmm. and your lymph system, and also your nerves. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot going on within the fascial plane. So when you're addressing the fascia, you're always addressing the lymph, if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. they're all, they're one. They're interconnected. Mm-hmm. So basically, like, when you're addressing your fascia concerns, you're also, like, um, like flushing out your lymph Yes, system. that's the beauty. Okay. And so, like, let me give you an example of 
Okay, so when someone has a scar tissue or a knot in their body, right, or mm -hmm. a thick, dense area of their fascia, what happens is that fascia turns goes from being like a webbing to being like glued together, almost like a, a piece of plastic in your body, mm -hmm. okay? So mm -hmm. what happens is the blood, the oxygenated blood, can't flow through because it's now locked down, like that bandage is locked, or the cast is, is squeezing, so... Mm -hmm that kind of a cast will push on the nerve yeah. and also prevent the lymphatic system to flush the toxins and it'll it'll promote congestion, which is what we don't want to have healthy body, healthy tissue, healthy immune system and all of those things. So that space between and when you have the knot, it just creates more tension and blockages and congestion. Mm -hmm. So Wow, that's insanely cool. <laughs> how It's like crazy how everything is so interconnected. I know, isn't it? Oh gosh, it's yeah. really, really cool. So I remember reading an article on Goop where you talk yes. about the pelvic floor, mm -hmm. and I wanted to touch on this a little bit. Yeah. Well, the pelvic floor is a pillar of, of my work. Um, it's, it's something that I learned back when I did my structural integration training, mm -hmm. and what we found is that the pelvic floor is just an area, I like to call it the stress on-off button. Okay. So it's where if we clutch our pelvic floor then we create tension and mm -hmm. stress and mm -hmm. just create like a bearing down. Yeah. Oh my God, she's so cute. <laughs> Hi. My little nugget. She's so cute. This is Lauren's daughter. She's like wandered in and James. she's a little doll. Little James. Hi. Hi. She's so smiley. She's Hi, like, cutie. what's going on? <laughs> oh. So cute. <laughs> she just woke up from her nap. She's adorable. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's fun to observe her fascia, let me tell you. Really? <laughs> it's so healthy. Yeah. It's oh so my resilient. gosh. She's going to be very lucky. She's going to have to, Aww. like, she's going to get to work with, like, a I fascia know, expert right? when she's, totally. like, older. That's awesome. But going back to the pelvic floor, it's yeah. great that she came in because, obviously, if you've had babies, then the pelvic floor can be traumatized mm -hmm. and, you know, you end up having incontinence. But it's not only for mothers, it's also for women, I find, you know, anytime over like late 40s or 50s, if they haven't had kids and they've been sitting a lot in a work job, the pelvic floor muscles, they atrophy. So they lose connection and, you know, um, tone mm -hmm. because of the hyper, it's called hypertonic. So mm -hmm. when you're constantly clutching a muscle, you're squeezing it too much and then it loses the nerve connection, the neuromuscular connection, and then it loses the strength. And without the strength, because you lose strength if you're constantly clutched and squeezing it. Right. So basically, right. like a lot of you know, people talk about kegels. Yeah. Kegels are great, but you actually need to open as well. So I have this whole visualization that I do with people, which is about picturing it like a rosebud. So your kegel is your rosebud pulling it up and in, and then you want to think of your rose blooming. So it's opening and expanding. Your sits bones would go wider because the pelvic floor is essentially a hammock of muscles that mm -hmm. goes between your sits bones and it's there and it prevents your organs from dropping out. And there are people that have had such weak pelvic floors that their organs drop out. What? Yeah. It's called, um, prolapse. So like your uter uterus could drop out of your body. Oh uh -huh. my god. I know. I've heard about it happening like in workouts too. Like Stop. people that have had babies and then haven't let it heal and then they yeah. It's crazy, right? Oh my god. Yeah, so that's a really important reason to yeah, no look after your pelvic floor. Kidding. But the other thing that happens when we lose connection and it becomes tight and weak is that we lose the energy down there, the chi, like mm -hmm. I was saying earlier. Mm -hmm. So we lose that it's in 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 um 
yoga, they call it the chakras. So the, the base of your core is, I call it the base of your core, your pelvic floor, your pelvic core is also called the root, the mm -hmm. root chakra. Mm -hmm. And within the root is where we, it's very much concerned with survival and family and primal instincts, making sure that your, all of your basic needs are met. Mm -hmm. So if we have any fears about that, we can, you know, clutch more there as well. And that can lead to lower back pain, um, discomfort during sex, incontinence, inability to have orgasm. And the other thing I'm finding in my work is that when people are, are over, overly cerebral, mm -hmm. meaning they are thinking too much, which a lot of us are now because mm -hmm. we're you know, constantly on digital devices, yeah. right? We're always in our head that we lose the connection to our body. So we lose sensuality and the ability to feel. And that's part of my work is to help people feel again, bring mm -hmm. in that sensuality, not just sexuality, but mm -hmm. sensuality of feeling your organs again, feeling your pelvic floor to awaken. Like I've had clients come to me that have had no sexual urges. And then we start doing work around and bringing the energy to the pelvic floor. And then all of a sudden their husbands are calling me, thank you so much. My, my wife wants to have sex again. You know, like Amazing. that's one of the side effects. So, and then the ability to have an orgasm because you're not in your head so much. You're in your body and you're relaxing and you're enjoying so it's this idea of surrender versus mm -hmm. control. So that's what a lot of things we talk about down there. So if you think of the rosebud as control, force, squeezing, pushing through, making it happen, doing, 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 and you know, mm -hmm. our Western world is very stuck in the doing. Mm -hmm. So what we're talking about is getting people more into the surrender. Mm -hmm. Not that you have to surrender all the time, but in order to really be as productive as we can be, we need to also surrender. So control and surrender Feeling the balance there, doing and being. So the being is the surrender and wow. allow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So if someone wants to work on their pelvic floor, what would you recommend to them? Well, they could go to a pelvic floor specialist, which now there are many more of those than there ever were in the past. Mm -hmm. Physical therapists, um, surgeons, that mm -hmm. type of thing. And then if they want to do self-care mm -hmm. for their pelvic floor, mm -hmm. I would say, you know, there's, I have a whole system online too. I have a a, a rebounding thing that's called bringing sexy back Ooh. which is a great pelvic floor healing yeah. system and then my next book and I have a couple more products coming out one in particular that's for the, the pelvic floor so it's it's to help reconnect and like I said bring you out of your head and into your body into feeling again so, so. your next book is on the pelvic floor it is when can we expect it so the next book is called the power source and it'll be coming out in May yeah. and it's with Hachette and um, also on the Goop imprint, mm -hmm. which is exciting. Super exciting. Yeah. So it'll be a book with all of this information and knowledge, but it'll also have sequences to show you how to release each of... I have five stress areas in the body that I have created this concept and this formula. And again, like after seeing so many people have such similar experiences, it's teaching you about these areas and how to release them and connect with them and also how to nourish them. So I have some recipes and stuff like that. So. Very cool. I'm so excited to read it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really, really excited. Thank you. So aside from foam rolling mm -hmm. and like your workouts, like the rebounding and whatnot, how can someone take care of their physical and emotional health? I think... I mean, I find that meditation is very helpful. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of research right now coming out that... You know, when we wake up in the morning, we're in this, we have a certain state of brain waves that is much easier to tap into the subconscious. So if you want to make a change in your life, let's say mm -hmm. you're not happy, you're feeling unfulfilled, 
that is, we got to take more responsibility of our own lives and not be a victim of mm -hmm. our lives and our situations. So taking responsibility means that you have to tap in and, and look within mm -hmm. and not look without. So, you know, not look on the outside. I mean, so you want to maybe do some journaling, have some quiet time, even if it's for five minutes or just like for five minutes in your car. Mm -hmm. I like to do it right when you wake up in the morning because your brain waves are in a different state. So they're a slower state, so it's easier to get into the subconscious. It's almost like you're more in like a hypnotic state. Mm -hmm. So let's say you first wake up, don't look at your phone. So this is like a big part of my morning routine. So avoid looking at your phone unless it's your alarm clock, then shut it off and or snooze it for 20 minutes and then go into straight into a meditation by sitting up in your bed or coming down on the ground, sitting on a little cushion or something comfortable and sitting up straight. And then take that time to either do affirmations some sort of meditation. If you like a visual visual meditation, some people like a visualization. I like to do TM, mm -hmm. but then at the end of my TM, I do some affirmations, mm -hmm. and then I shift into elevated emotions, mm -hmm. which are like gratitude and feeling joy and feeling just excited about what's what's coming and mm -hmm. motivated. So I think you know taking responsibility for ourselves, but also like allowing yourself to feel like if there's something that's not feeling right and you feel angry or frustrated like let it come up don't just deny it and just always be perfect and always be positive honor that and maybe you need to take a nap and maybe you need to take a little break but just being more empowered mm -hmm. to make choices based on how we feel but like really feel on a cellular vibration I love that that's a really really Thank great you. answer so continuing on from this I was yeah. going to ask you about your morning routine yes. so take me through it Okay, so like I said, upon waking, I find is the most efficient way to do my meditation. I wake up about 30 minutes before the kids get up, mm -hmm. which is great because then I have my time and then I feel like my whole day is so much better. Mm -hmm. so you don't want to wake like up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. You don't want to wake up and it's like stressful, you yeah, know, it's you're just straight into like getting a, you know, frustrating email or mm -hmm. whatever. So mm -hmm. I feel like when I do that, I just, everything even if it's something that's not fun, like traffic or getting cut off by someone in the car or getting that email that stresses you out, I'm like, okay, I can deal with this. You're grounded. If, and yes, prepared, yeah. I feel like more in the flow versus mm -hmm. like clutching and like, oh, why did that happen? Like that whole thing with control, yeah. over control. Yeah, totally. So I do that and then I get up and have time with the kids and, and do my smoothie. For how long do you meditate? I'm getting really Anywhere specific. between 10 and 20. Okay. And traditionally in TM, it's two times a day, 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been doing TM for a long time, so I mean, I I feel that my brain waves have shifted, mm -hmm. so I can also find ten minutes in the morning, and then I do another ten minutes, like maybe at the end of my rolling session. Mm. So that's helpful too. So, okay. but yeah, so I go from the meditation, and then of course that's when I get up and do the kid routine mm -hmm. and all of that, and then I come and make a smoothie, and then what do you put in it? What do I put in my smoothie? Yeah. Oh yeah, I have getting a really specific. <laughs> yes, well, lots of frozen blueberries. Me too. Yeah? I yeah, love blueberries. Base. Oh, it's so good. Full of antioxidants. Exactly. exactly. It's really the perfect base. And it tastes good. And oh, it's not so too good. sweet. Mm -hmm. And then there's good fiber. And mm -hmm. there's so much research about blueberries as like this massively amazing brain food. Yeah. It, so. It's true. I think it's like a, it's a superfood. Yeah. Like, it's, it's amazing. It's definitely a superfood. So I add spinach, cucumbers, um, app, a green apple if I have it, mm -hmm. um, and then I use my Paleo Pro protein powder and mm -hmm. then my bone broth, Paleo Pro um, bone broth collagen protein powder with turmeric. 
And then I usually do MCT oil or coconut mana. And then what am I forgetting? Sometimes I'll do kefir. Mm-hmm. I like kefir because it kind of coats your belly and it's really good to get the probiotics. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually that's the base. And then maybe I'll sub in like whatever is seasonal, another kind of fruit that's like low glycemic index, mm-hmm. like not very sugary fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds delicious. Yeah. And Oh, and avocado. Okay. That's Healthy fat. Yes. Yeah. Love it. Usually the avocado though around the winter time, it's like, oh, it's not as good. So. Yeah, I do. I do. That. Yeah, I do nut butters or yeah. an avocado. Oh, yeah. So Sometimes good. I'll do soaked almonds. Oh, so yummy. Yeah, you got to soak them though. Really? Mm-hmm. I've not done that. What? Like, why do you soak them? It's just easier to digest mm. and there's, um, they're more bioavailable. Your body doesn't take as much energy to break it down and those kinds of things. So. I'm going to do this. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to try this next it's time. It's really easy. Yeah. Just do it like the night before and you can make almond milk with them too. Really good mm-hmm. tip. So you have your smoothie and then you're off off with your day. Yeah, well then I have my coffee for sure. <laughs> what is life without I it? I <laughs> know. I need my coffee and then I love it. It's like such a beautiful ritual and I don't I don't have one after noon. So it's like I have mine in the morning and yeah. that's about it. Um, and then my husband takes our big girl to school to mm-hmm. kindergarten and then the baby takes a nap mm-hmm. and then I have the opportunity to do my little session, my rolling and rebounding. But actually what I like to do my and this is in my program, but is I do dry brush before I get on the roller because mm. that promotes the lymphatic system. So we dry brush, then we roll for 20 minutes and then rebound for like five or 10 minutes to flush it all out. And then if you can to do a sauna after that is amazing. Or you can do the sauna or the hot bath at night. So that's oh my like my, I have a wheel. We can even share that if you want. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a great resource. That sounds amazing. Yeah. So it's, yeah. I mean, I feel like a strong morning routine like sets you up for success, which is oh, why 100%. I always ask people because yeah. I think for me personally, like it's funny. So when I used to have a full-time job, mm-hmm. I wasn't a morning person and then I was kind of like forced into it as I developed like blogging as well. Oh, I bet. So then like I kind of began to like love my mornings as I like started having a routine and I realized what a difference it makes for your entire day. Yeah. So then you feel like you actually have a life too. You're not just like rushing to get out of bed and rushing to go Mm -hmm. out, get out of the house. Like you make that time for yourself and then every part of your day is going to be more like that. Absolutely. And I think people, people who say they don't like mornings, it's like because they don't have a routine that they can look forward to. I feel like so it's like a common theme. Like everyone I speak to has a very stellar morning routine or like if they have kids, you know, they're working towards it, you know? So it's, it's really interesting. So I love like spreading that kind of awareness. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I think really importantly, like the success of anyone is going to be based on their, what they do daily, every hour, every minute of the day, Mm -hmm. you know, but especially in the morning, I feel like most, most people with success, have some sort of morning rituals. Yeah, a hundred percent. Okay, so I have one last question before we wrap. Sure. How do you practice self care aside from your? Oh, morning okay. So we were kind of chatting about this yes. earlier. So I think right now, like self care is like taking a bath and doing all those kinds of things. But I actually think that self care is more about becoming less of a victim of our mm-hmm. lives mm-hmm. and taking the power back and being empowered. Mm-hmm. So the way, what I mean by that is I have a, um, a, a, pro, a protocol that I do with my clients that is basically like taking a calendar, like Monday through Sunday and writing down what your ideal schedule is. Because really, if you think about it, that's what life comes down to. And to be able to enjoy the present moment, you've got to figure out what you want to be doing with your time because 
everyone has the same amount of time. Like mm-hmm. whether you're a billionaire, a Hollywood movie star, or you're like the guy on the street, like everyone has the same amount of time during the day. So I think it's really important to write down what your ideal schedule would look like. Mm-hmm. And you kind of have to think out, outside of the box. You got to be a little creative and use what you think is really possible, like potentially, like you have to believe it at a cellular level that it's possible, but you also need to think outside of the box. Like, do you want more self-care? Like, do you want to be able to, to move more? Do you want to be able to cook more? Do you want to spend more time with kids or whatever? So I think taking the time to write down what your idea, I call it the define to align mm. schedule. Mm-hmm. So you write down what your ideal schedule is, and then it's basically like planting a seed may not happen overnight, but you'd be surprised. You write that down, you put it in a drawer by your bed, and you've, like, put it out there into the world. Yeah. And then it will actually happen. I feel like sometimes just putting something down, it, like, almost makes it realer, if that makes sense. And then it's just something to strive towards, you know? And if it's, like, in writing, it just seems a little more concrete. Oh, I could not agree more. I think writing it down makes it really tangible and real and then it's also being honest with yourself yeah yeah totally like I think that's a really important part of self-care is like it's not just about doing all these things like that can take a lot of time Mm -hmm. it's about a mindset so another thing I use for self-care is conscious language Mm -hmm. so instead of saying oh I have to go pick my daughter up from school I get to go pick my daughter up from school such a good time even another one that I've been using a lot lately with money is Instead of like, oh, I have to pay our mortgage. I get to pay our mortgage, you know? Like, or I get to pay my amazing assistant, you know? Or I get to pay my nanny. Like, it's so amazing to you to shift that into, oh, I have to do this and I have to do that. Because when you say those things, it's a low vibrational energy and it's a victim mentality. So that's what I mean about becoming empowered. Words have such a power over us, you know? And I feel like they really, it does... um, impact the way you look at life almost you know so I think it's always nice to do things from like a positive perspective so yeah it's the elevated emotions so when you live in a life of elevated emotions and I'm and I know that things happen and shit goes wrong Mm -hmm. you know we have we do we have our ups and downs we're all human we're all living this life we all have the same struggles and desires and issues or you know lots of different ones but the reality is we do always have a choice. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the really important thing with stress is like we to not become, not to fall victim to stress, but to actually look at stress and harness it for as an energy of motivation. Because usually stre- you're stressed because you're worried about something that you really care about. Mm-hmm. So instead mm-hmm. of like becoming a victim to stress, like actually harness that energy into motivation. Amazing tip. So that's self-care to me. Love it. Great answers. So before we wrap, tell everyone where they can find you. Okay, thank you. I'm so happy to share all of this. Um, So my website is Mm laurenroxborough.com. And then you can follow me on Instagram, which is lowroxborough, R-O-X-B-U-R-G-H. I know it's kind of funny. People think it's Roxburgh or (laughs) Borough, but it's actually like, um, like the Scottish Edinburgh. So it's Scottish. Ah, okay. I see. Scottish, Scottish, New Zealand. So amazing! Thank you yeah. so much for being here, Lauren, sharing your words me. of wisdom. <laughs> it's awesome. Thanks for having me. <laughs>